The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. As the playoffs are about to begin, the head coach of the Evergreen Park Mustangs, Jim Ramazinski, is down here at the nine-foot homemade oak bar. How are you, coach? Good, good. Thanks for having me. Are you uh, are you excited? I, I, I'm going to touch a little bit on what happened at the end of the season, but I, I think you're just probably just focusing, laser focused on what's ahead. Yeah, no, we're we're very excited. We were obviously planning to be in the playoffs all year, and now it's coming, and it's you know a few days away, and we're pumped up. I mean, this is what you play for. All summer, uh, first nine weeks to get to the playoffs. And, you know, obviously we're heading out to Sycamore on Friday night. Uh, the tough matchup, but we're taking it as an onus on ourselves to go out there, bring the fight to them, play hard, and come away with a win. What happens in that last game of the season? It doesn't affect your playoff berth. It probably affects your seating a little bit. Uh, so tell me what happened out there. It was Shepard, right? You're on the road. What happens? Yeah, it, you know, it was a Thursday night game. It was a rainy night, and we just, you know, we didn't play up to our full potential. And especially the second and third quarter, uh, we kind of, you know, we were winning 13 nothing. We took the uh, took the pedal or took our foot off the gas, and, you know, they, they hung around, and then they took the lead, and we ran out of time at the end. And, you know, credit to them. For playing hard um their last game you know for from us we're always worried about us more than anything we take it as okay we we did not play to our potential we understand that the boys understand it the coaches everybody involved understands it so now it's just about moving forward uh having a good week of practice which we already are um which is good to see the boys have responded well uh you know we always say especially after a tough loss you got 24 hours to think about it, 24 hours. We gave them the 24 hours. We watched the film, and we learned from our mistakes. And, you know, the last time we took a loss, we spouted off three wins in a row in pretty convincing fashion. So I'm hoping that the boys will respond similar way. Yeah, you know, this week, it's not a football-related thing, but um, for anybody who's a White Sox fan, it's the anniversary of the only World mm-hmm. Series in any of our lifetimes. <laughs> and, like, anytime I look on my social media, it's like, tonight was the night yeah. to put Sednik at the oh, I remember. Run. I was in college. I yeah. remember. It was I, I mean, it was like, like, and you relive that this week. But I always think back to that season and remember they go on a big losing streak oh, yeah. and they almost blow the whole thing and it wakes them up a little bit. Now, you know, take seating out of it and who your matchup could have been or any of that stuff. Is there something to be said for kind of getting hit in the mouth at the end of the year and reminding them all, you got to be at your highest level now because you lose again, it's over. You know, you can't, it, what's done is done, but now are you guys ready to go out and win the big games? Well, the reality is football and sports in general, especially high school sports, varsity sports, I, I really think, you know, you learn a lot of life lessons from it. And I'm hoping that our boys realize, hey, you know what? We just didn't do what we were supposed to do on Thursday night. And didn't go our way, but it's not the end of the world. You, ha- you, cannot, you cannot dwell on negativity. You have to move past it. You have to figure out ways in which you can um, improve as a team, improve as an individual, improve as coaches. And that's, that's the approach we take. And, you know, I'm not saying we're not hard on the boys, hard on ourselves when it happens. Of course we are. But like with anything in life, if you choose 
to only dwell on what just happened and how, oh man, that's feel sorry for yourself. You're not going to move forward and you're not going to get better. And judging by uh, the first two days of practice this week, I feel pretty good. I feel like the, the players understand, hey, it's playoffs. We got to get going. We got to be focused. And we've had a good couple uh, days of practice. And, you know, Friday night's going to be fun. It's playoff football. It's always fun. You're play, playing a team that, you know, Evergreen has played Sycamore a few times over the past 10 years in the playoffs. Uh, I've never personally done it. A couple of our players did a couple of years ago who were on varsity as a sophomore. And, of course, a lot of the coaches are there. New, new experience for me. And we are very excited. We're excited to go out there, play some good football, and hopefully surprise some people. Coach Ram, this episode and every episode of the EP Podcast brought to you proudly by the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, a local community bank that has all kinds of ways to keep your money in your pocket. No overdraft charges. Every ATM is free. It doesn't matter what the charge is, they're going to put the money back in. If you're a small business owner, they now have a business savings special. Open up a new business savings account and get 4% annual percentage yield for the first 12 months with qualifying activities. Stop in and see them today in that iconic building at 95th and Pulaski, the First National Bank of Evergreen Park, member FDIC. Let's take a look at this week's opponent now. Let's take a look at this matchup here. Sycamore is not only the name of the school, it's the name of the town. I mean, that's how, that's like a Friday Night Lights movie right there, right? You guys are going to get on the bus, you're going to drive an hour, hour and a half out there, and uh, you're going to be taking on an entire town. They're probably shutting down everything in the area. Uh, The the old men and women are coming out there just like the little kids, and everybody's coming out for Sycamore. They're 8-1. and They play a lot of other towns, like for example, they play Ottawa, which is, you know, not a tiny town anymore, but like I have cousins from there they come to Chicago they're like wow this is the big city it's a very different way of living and people get behind their high school football teams really big time out there so I would expect you're gonna have a big crowd and you're going up against a team that only lost in their last game of the year what do you think about this team you're playing what do you know about them they're, they're a good team there's no question about that they're well coached they got good players uh, they they have had a lot of success as a program, not just this individual team over the past few years, even longer. So that, you know, it's going to be a challenge, uh, but we're, we're here. We're welcoming the challenge. We're ready to take it on. It'll be cool to see a town that has, you know, one town, one school and, you know, small town, not a lot around there. I'm sure it will be a cool environment. Probably signs when you come driving in and like, yeah, it'll, it'll be something you'll kind of, It'll be an experience coming in as the road team, I would think. Yeah, it will definitely be an experience, but, you know, it's an experience that we are working towards trying to win. You know, we can't go into anything with the mindset of, oh, this is going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but that's not the only thing we're thinking about. We're thinking about, yes, it's going to be tough, but how are we going to do this? How can we beat them? What can we do as coaches, as players? as support staff, everything, everybody that goes into us wants the same thing. They want to go out there, put their best performance on out there on that Friday night and come home with a victory. So when you scout this team, is there something they do really well? 
Is there are they are they a team that changes depending on their opponent? Uh, like you, you would probably have to go out and start searching for tape on a team that's that far away. It's not like it's probably readily available to you. So, how, what have you kind of learned about them? I, I personally didn't know as much, but some of my assistant coaches who've been around, who've played them uh, in the past, they know what they want to do. They know, and they're very good at what they want to do. Yeah. Um, you know, they're a downhill they have a system. Yeah, they're a downhill run team uh, on offense. Defensively, they kind of play in their spots. They don't, they don't uh, rotate a ton. They just kind of rely on sound tackling and you know pretty disciplined football. They're they're a good team. Um, we feel like we have opportunity though, and that's that's all you can ask for when you're in the playoffs. Is you know how how can we game plan to beat these guys on Friday night? And we you know we've come up with our plans. We're trying to execute them at practice to get the boys used to some of the things that we're trying to do. And we'll see how they perform on Friday night. How do you prep these guys in terms of like just getting them ready for the trip? I You were mentioning before we turn on the microphone, it's not a school bus you're riding on. You're going to ride out in, in something nice and you're, you're going to give them a chance to relax and get ready to get out there and face their opponent. And, and there's going to be nerves and they got to finish their week at school. How do you keep them on target but uh, and keep the nerves steady with them? So how do you keep high school boys on target is you say the same thing over and over as many times as you can. Right. Uh, yeah, no, they're pretty good about routine understanding. So, we'll, you know, they're, they're going to get a schedule, what the day is going to look like in advance, and they stick to the schedule. And, you know, we'll, we'll try and put together a schedule leading up to the game that we think is going to just optimize our performance once game time comes and they'll be ready to go. Does the band travel with you in the playoffs? Uh, I'm, I was, I'm like imagining, I'm going like, to play the first year card. You don't know. I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what sure. they do either. I mean, I'm I, imagining like a, like a band bus, but like a crazy one, like you would see in like the Muppets with the electric mayhem going along. And there's just like a tuba hanging out of the back of it. And they're just like trailing behind you. I don't know if that's what happens, but now I, I mean, I've got a whole vision of this. You're going out into a field, you're facing a small town. There's probably like, you know, angry messages on the sides of buildings as you pull in and you got the crazy band bus behind you. Like I, that's my picture. Well, and part of the signs and you know the town and all that that's part of the fun of playoffs and high school football and you know it never as a player as a coach that doesn't bother me like you know let them have their fun let them do that what matters is what happens uh on the field on friday night so you know it's it's a it's a very tough team but at the same time that's that's part of it yeah if you want to make a run you're going to have to beat teams that are tough yeah no matter where you seed you're going to run into these guys yeah like if you would have been if you would have been a four seed all of a sudden in your in your class and you would just face them the next round because the five would play the four i mean eventually you would run into these teams yeah you know and you got to just have the mindset of whoever you're playing we're going to come up with our game plan that we think is going to help us win the game and then players coaches have to keep that motivation at an all-time high in the playoffs. This is what I always say to players when you hit the playoffs. It starts to get harder because weather changes. Not today. It's 80 degrees today. But, I, uh, <laughs> you know, weather is typically changing. You know, it, it, it's a grind. It's yeah. a real grind. And the, the great players know how to respond to when it gets tough. And, it, you know, it gets tough on every single person on deep playoff runs. And I've been a part of them. You know, it is draining, but the rewards 
whether you win or lose are worth it. Uh, obviously, we're always playing to win, but the experience, the opportunity, you know, I, I was telling the players today at practice and I was really talking to a lot of the seniors more than anything, you know, you don't get many opportunities to do what you're going to do on Friday night. And then once you get out of high school, you know, outside of the handful of guys that will play college football, that's it. Yeah. There's no 11 on 11 tackle football that people regularly play. You know, you, it's a, that's why it's such a unique sport. You know, if you're a golfer, you're going to golf the rest of your life. If you play tennis, you're going to play tennis the rest of your life. If you like basketball, you can find pickup basketball. You can play softball. You know, all the sports that people around here play regularly. Yeah, you don't see a men's club tackle football league you out don't. there. Yeah, because we'd all be hurt. Yes, <laughs> but, you know, that that's what makes it special. I'm excited. I know the boys are excited. You know, we, we welcome the challenge, and we welcome the opportunity. Awesome. The game is this Friday in Sycamore, 7 p.m., the Mustangs heading out for their first playoff game of hopefully many here in this postseason. Coach Ram, uh, first year, you got your team in the postseason. Now let's see how far you can take them. Yep, absolutely. It's the EP Podcast. All things Evergreen Park. It's the EP Podcast. Evergreen Park. <laughs>